How important is it for the Islanders to sign Matthew Barzaldo an extension, and what will it take to get it done? We've got all that and more coming up on this episode of the Locked On Islanders podcast. Broussard tees it up, and a save is made by Bobrovsky. Nelson, Marcel with the open net, and he scores! Hi, and welcome to the Locked On Islanders podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Gil Martin. I'm an Islanders columnist and historian. And I wrote the book Ice Wars, which covers the complete history of the Islanders' rivalry with the Rangers from 1972 to the modern era. All right, everybody, welcome to the Friday edition of the Locked on Islanders podcast. Gil Martin, so glad you could be with us today and be part of the Locked on Islanders family. And thank you so much for making Locked on Islanders your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. Today's episode is brought to you by your friends at Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online, where the game starts. We have got a lot to discuss on today's show, but first, if you've got something Islanders related on your mind, if you have a question you'd like to ask us, a comment about something we already discussed, or maybe you've got a topic you'd like us to talk about on the show, you could send us an email, the email address LockedOnIslanders at gmail.com. And if you leave your first name and where you're from, we are happy to mention you on the show when we discuss whatever it is that's on your mind. You could also follow the show on Twitter at LockedOnIsles, and you could follow me, Gil Martin, on Twitter at IceWars, N-Y-R-V-S-N-Y-I, We'll keep you up to date on all the latest Islanders news, notes, and happenings, including any trade rumors, free agency, coaching changes, uh, updates on contract situations. You name it, if it's happening to your New York Islanders, we've got it covered right here on Locked on Islanders. So the big story today is the future of Matthew Barzal. And... It is, without a doubt, huge that the Islanders sign Barzi to a contract extension. This coming year is the last year of his present deal. But keep this in mind. Matthew Barzal is going to be, at the end of this season, a restricted free agent, not an unrestricted free agent. So he can't just walk away. It's not going to be quite that simple. But... I'm going to explain to you on today's show why it is so important for the New York Islanders to sign Barzal to a long-term deal. Before we even get to what Matthew Barzal means for this team on the ice, let's talk a little bit about what it would mean for this team off the ice if Matthew Barzal were to leave We have talked about this throughout the offseason, that the New York Islanders have had difficulty 
attracting big ticket free agents to come to the island. We were allegedly in on Johnny Goudreau. Goody did not come. Johnny Hockey, not a member of the New York Islanders. Nazem Kadri, rumored to be already signed by the Islanders, didn't sign with the Islanders, ends up in Calgary. Regardless of the rumors, whether it's, uh, you know, wh whoever it's been, can you name the last big ticket free agent to sign with the New York Islanders? I'm not talking about a guy who is just trying, you know, who's past his prime and is trying to find a good landing spot to finish out his career. I'm talking about a top flight in his prime star free agent. Now, okay. Part of it is the fact that up until a few years ago, the Islanders didn't spend money. Uh, they were always closer to the cap floor than the cap ceiling. And, you know, they, they just didn't have the budget, whether they either didn't have it or refused to spend it. That's a different debate. And, you know, you can go all the way back to the days of Bill Torrey as the general manager, and certainly Mike Milbury as the general manager, where, you know, Milbury's job after a while was find out who your best player is and trade him before he gets that huge, huge payday. And whether it was, you know, Pat LaFontaine going further back, or whether it was Ziggy Palfi, uh, Always, it seemed like the Islanders were trying to find a way to deal a player before they had to pay him that big top-of-the-line contract. So, you know, part of it is the Islanders weren't willing to spend for a number of years. But even recently, when they have been willing to spend, they have not been bringing in big-time free agents. And part of it is perception. Uh, the Islanders are perceived to be a team that doesn't spend a lot of money, based, again, partially on historical fact, but not so much in recent years. The Islanders are also, right now, perhaps thought of as a little bit old-fashioned. Up until recently, they didn't have an arena that would attract top free agents. You know, the Nassau Coliseum, it was our home, but it was far from a state-of-the-art hockey rink. Uh, for the last 20 years even, let's say. And even, uh, you know, the arena in Brooklyn, great arena, not a hockey arena. So that was all, you know, okay, it's all part of it. But now, when you've got a Hall of Fame GM, you got a team that made the playoffs three out of the last four years, including two trips to the conference final in back-to-back -back years in 2020, 2021, You've got a team with a brand new facility, uh, state-of-the-art building, close to New York City, cultural capital of the United States. It really is tough to, to say that free agents should be fearing or, or avoiding the Islanders. But there's one other thing to add to the equation. Yeah, the Islanders have this reputation of not being able to sign high-priced free agents. But lately, they've also had some trouble keeping their own franchise free agents. I'm going to go back to John Tavares. I'm going to go back four or five years ago 
when JT surprised a lot of people by saying, oh yeah, I want to stay, I've been an Islander, blah, 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 blah. And then when the opportunity came, leaving to Toronto to sign with his hometown team, the team he grew up rooting for in the Maple Leafs. And look, I'm past that whole thing. I don't blame John Tavares. I think he could have handled it a lot better. But, you know, if you grew up an Islander fan and you started playing for another team, uh, and the Islanders, you know, seven or eight years into your career made you a free agent offer, and it was always your dream growing up to play for the Islanders, wouldn't you be eager to sign a deal with the team you grew up rooting for? So, yeah, I, I mean, I get it. Could have handled it a lot better. Should have handled it a lot better. Islanders possibly could have traded him and got something back as a rental if they knew he was heading out. But, again, that's water under the bridge. That's four or five years in the past. But to lose to Varis and then the next sort of franchisee player that you've got, which is Matthew Barzal, to lose him as well under similar circumstances or to have him demand a trade to leave really would hurt the reputation of this franchise even more if that were to happen. So to have that track record sort of in place that the Islanders don't keep their own, even if it's not a money question with Tavares and it may or may not be a money question with Barzi, it really wouldn't be a good look for this franchise to have that happen to them two times in a row. And I think that it would make it even more difficult for this team to attract big-ticket free agents or even players who would be willing to waive no-trade clauses if need be, or even just that the fact that a lot of players, if that happened, may include the Islanders on their list of teams that they want included in a no-trade clause. Hey, I don't want to go there. All of those factors add up to, you know what, we kind of need to sign Matthew Barzal. And, you know, I haven't even touched on what it means for this team on the ice. We're going to get to that right after this word. This episode is brought to you by your friends at BetOnline. BetOnline.net is your number one source for all your pro and college football betting needs and sports info this season. Find all the latest football league developments, game matchups, news and podcasts, including this year's opening week's games. BetOnline is also your continued source for all your sports wagering information, including live betting, esports, and scores. The fastest and easiest way to check in on all your favorite sports and events, including Major League Baseball, MMA, boxing, tennis, and even golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. Bet online where the game starts. So let's talk on the ice. Matthew Barzal is the Islanders' most dynamic offensive player. Of that, there is no doubt. Uh, Barzi is the guy who really makes these, this team move. And look, he's only had one 20-goal season in his career. Would have had a couple more if not for COVID shortening a couple of seasons. But you know what? He's only had one 20-goal season and one 
point-per-game season in his career. But if you watch what he can do on the ice, he is electric. He's a Calder Trophy winner. He's got speed. He creates opportunities more for his teammates than for himself, but also for himself. The way he skates with the puck, stops on a dime, and creates time and space, which is so much of what makes it you know, possible to score. Offensive hockey, you always need to create time and space. And if you can't do that, it's very hard to score a lot of goals. So Matthew Barzal gives the Islanders that ability. And the other thing is this. You look up and down this lineup. There are other players who can score. Anders Lee, Brock Nelson are the big two. Maybe maybe Oliver Wallstrom joins that group. You could still get probably 20 goals from Kyle Palmieri if he could stay healthy. J.G. Pajot possibly also. Uh, But how many other players on the Islanders among the forward core have speed and skating ability like Matthew Barzal? The answer is nobody. And, you know, the next closest guy is Anthony Bevilier, who, as we know, has been rumored to be possibly a a candidate for trade, to be heading out, may need a little bit more work, uh, a change of scenery to help him reach his potential. He's been inconsistent. They just don't have the tools in the tool case that Matthew Barzal brings to the table. And that also makes it imperative, vital even, that the Islanders lock up Barzal over the long haul. The other thing is this, another reason to lock him up to a long-term deal. So many of the Islanders' forwards, especially right now, are on the wrong side of 30. All the members of the identity line, 30 plus. All the, uh, you know, you got Brock Nelson, over 30. Anders Lee, over 30. J.G. Pajot, 30. Uh, Zach Parise, well over 30. Kyle Palmieri, over 30. You go up and down the list of forwards on this team. Josh Bailey, over 30. You need the young, talented guys also. Now, what's it going to cost? What will it cost to keep Matthew Barzal in town? Good, good question. And I, I think the answer is that you're looking at somewhere in the neighborhood of eight and a half to nine and a half million dollars per year you want to lock them up for seven or eight years depending on the situation look barzal right now is 25 you lock them up for seven years you still got one year left on this contract so he'll be 26 you lock him up for seven years that's 26 to 33 maybe 34 if you go that last year you lock him up now to a long-term deal that seven, eight-year max 
length deal, you got Matthew Barzal for the rest of his prime, barring a trade or an injury or, or you know, whatever the unforeseen possible uh, circumstances may be. So this is your chance to sort of say, here's our guy. And he is the, the, the key to making this team, you know, sort of the foundation of the offense going forward. And yeah, Oliver Wallstrom and Kiefer Bellows and maybe William DeFore and Aturate, maybe these guys come in and also become part of the core. But none of them have done as much as Matthew Barzal has done. And the importance of keeping that young guy who possesses talent and ability that is not found extensively elsewhere on your roster, a guy who is just entering his prime, who can make the players around him better, it seems to me to be a no-brainer that the Islanders really need to, to... Get Matthew Barzal signed. Now, we know Barzi has in the past talked about, you know, how much he would like to stay. It was about a year ago where he said, I would love to be here on the island. This is home. This is where I want to be. This is where I want to win. I love my life here. Love the city. The fans. Our new rink is amazing. Love wearing the blue and orange. I would love to sign long term here. I think it's such a cool thing when a player plays his whole career with one team. A lot of my favorite athletes have done that, so obviously it's something I'd like to follow in as well. Lou Lamorello, this is here and now out there. If I'm Matthew Barzal and the Islanders take care of me financially, I got a new coach who is probably going to be at least a little bit more offensive-oriented than Barry Trotz was. That's only going to help Barzal's statistics. I, I, I really think that the Islanders, for so many reasons that we've discussed, need to take Matthew Barzal and sign him to that long-term extension before he hits restricted free agency. And, you know, I'll, I'll take it a step further. If you lock up Matthew Barzal now to that extension and sign him, not only does that help your team now and in the future, but if you do it before the trade deadline this year, let's say, it helps you with the, uh, attract players who may be willing to come to Long Island on a trade and it helps you for free agency next year because any free agent goal scorer who would be interested in possibly signing knows that getting passes and plays from Matthew Barzal is part of the package when you come to sign with the New York Islanders. And that has got to be a selling point that this team can use to correct the perception that big ticket free agents don't want to come to Long Island. We have got more to discuss on today's show. We've got our Islanders birthday of the day. Uh, a 40-goal scorer who was with the Islanders for most of the early 2000s. We've got that and closing thoughts coming up on this episode of the Locked On Islanders podcast.
Are you one of those people who think it's okay to drive stoned? What's the worst that could happen? You end up driving below the speed limit? It's no big deal, right? Wrong. The truth is your reaction times slow way down when you're high. You not only put yourself in danger, but everyone around you. Talk about a buzzkill. Stop kidding yourself. It's not okay to drive high. If you've been using marijuana in any form, do not get behind the wheel. If you feel different, you drive different. Drive high, get a DUI. Time now for our Islanders' birthday of the day. And today is the 49th birthday of former Islanders forward Jason Blake. Blake undrafted out of the University of North Dakota, but boy did he become a successful NHL player. Broke into the league in 1998-99 with the LA Kings. Played only one game with LA that year. Scored a goal. Became a full-time player the following year. And then was dealt to the New York Islanders during the 2000-2001 season. Had a couple of sort of learning years with the Islanders. But then in 2002-2003... 25 goals in 81 games, another 20-goal season the following year, up to 28 goals in 05-06, and then his last year on the island, 06-07, 40 goals and 69 points, both career highs in 82 games, helped the Islanders get to the playoffs in 06-07, and then scored a goal and three points in five playoff games in that series against the Buffalo Sabres. Went on to play for Toronto and Anaheim. Dealt with some pretty significant health issues along the way, but finished his career after the 2011-2012 season. 871 career NHL games played for Jason Blake. 213 goals, 486 points, 455 penalty minutes. Add six goals, 11 points in 30 playoff games in his career. And uh, let's see, 21 of those 30 coming with the New York Islanders. Let's go back and look at one of Jason Blake's better games with the Isles. January 11th, 2003, home game, Nassau Coliseum. We resurrect the old Atlanta Thrashers. And it's Byron Defoe in goal for Atlanta. The Wizard of Oz, Chris Osgood in goal for the Isles, and it was Slava Kozlov getting Atlanta on the board first. Eric Cairns in the penalty box for cross-checking. Kozlov, his seventh, from future Islander Andy Sutton, and uh, Frank Caverlay, time of the goal, 4-20, Isles down, 1-0. Islanders tie it midway through the period. Eric Cairns, his first, from Oleg Kavasha and Matthias Tamander at 10-11, Isles one Thrashers won. Then the Islanders' power play goes to work. Chris Tamer in the box for holding. And our Islanders' birthday of the day, Jason Blake, his 12th from Adriana Coyne and Sean Bates at 14.08. That makes it 2-1 Isles. And then with Caberlet in the box for tripping, Jason Blake, second goal of the game, 13th of the year. Give the helpers to Alexi Yashin and Adriana Coyne. Time of the goal, 19 minutes even. Isles up 3-1 to one after one period. 
In the second, Blake completes the hat trick. His 14th from Michael Pekka and Roman Hammerlick at 10-13. And then Jason uh, Weimer makes it uh, a score of 5-1. to one. His sixth unassisted at 17-25. That's the score, 5-1 to one after two periods. Mark Savard gets Atlanta a little closer, makes it 5-2. to two. His fourth unassisted, just a minute 17 into the third period. And then... The Islanders are shorthanded. Oleg Kavasha off for hooking. But Kenny Janssen, a shorthanded goal. His sixth from our Islanders' birthday of the day, Jason Blake, at 422. That makes it 6-2 Islanders. Kozlov, his eighth from Tony Herkich and Lubos Barteko. That makes it uh, 6-3. But then Oleg Kavasha closes out the scoring for the Islanders. His third, Claude Lapointe and Matthias Tamander with the helpers. Islanders win this one by a score of 7-3. They chase Byron Defoe after the first five goals. Passy Nermanen gives up the last two. Chris Osgood, 29 saves. Islanders out, shoot the Thrashers, 34-32 in this one. But for our Islanders' birthday of the day, Jason Blake, the hat trick, the assist, a four-point night, seven shots on goal. That leads the team, Yashin. And Dave Scatcherd each had six in this game. And, of course, Blake also potted the game winner for the Islanders. So, again, we wish a very happy 40, uh, 49th birthday to former Islander Jason Blake. He is our Islanders birthday of the day. Very popular player among Islander fans back in the day. And uh, good guy. Always, always good to talk to him and interview him after games so happy birthday jason blake want to know what you think do you think the islanders really must sign uh you know matthew barzal for the reasons i outlined or for other reasons if you have them again feel free to email mention it on twitter comment on uh youtube and and wherever you want just Get that information to me. I'll read some of them on the air if uh, there's something that you wanted us to talk about. Uh, but I think it's essential to lock up Matthew Barzal uh, unless maybe you get a blockbuster deal elsewhere. So let's, let's you know, you trade Barzy for something better. Well, be tough, but let's see. You know, maybe you have an idea. Certainly open to listening to it. Thanks again for making Locked On Islanders your first listen every day. Now for your second listen, go check out the Ultimate Pro Football Preview 2022. It's an eight-episode extravaganza to get you ready for the NFL season. The local team experts of the Locked On Podcast Network, plus a betting angle from Lee Sterling of Locked On Bets, all combining into one Ultimate NFL Preview. Search for the Ultimate Pro Football Preview 2022 on your Odyssey app, YouTube, or wherever you get podcasts. Folks, it's Labor Day weekend. Can't believe that. Happy September. Happy Labor Day. Enjoy the holiday. We will have a show Monday, even though it's Labor Day. I will record it and get it out to you. So uh, hopefully you'll enjoy that. Enjoy the holiday. Stay safe. And of course, let's go Islanders.